Christmas and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. I would like to give a short message regarding Christmas before we see the skit and listen to special song and celebrate Christmas together. When we think about Christmas, we should understand the real meaning of Christmas. In fact, I did not understand the real meaning of Christmas until I became a physician in Thailand because when I was growing up, the main two celebrations that I knew about in that country is New Year, where people will drink all night, dance all night, and have a good time. And the other one is Chinese New Year, when I can get the red envelope from my dad and from my uncle and auntie, and I have a lot of cash during, during the Chinese New Year. So that's all I know about during I was growing up, until when I was an intern in the medical school, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And then I began to understand the meaning of Christmas. For people in Thailand, we did not have any clue what Christmas is all about. And the song that you sang a while ago, we never heard of in Thailand. These are not the song people sang in that nation. I grew up in that kind of environment. But now Christmas is so meaningful to me. Because Christmas means God loves people. It means you and I and people in the whole world matter to God. It's about God's love. Christmas is about God's love. And because God loved people so much, He sent the best gift into the world 2,000 plus years ago. And this gift is a person. His name is Jesus Christ. I mentioned on last Sunday, a few days ago, God gave me this understanding. One day he told me to pull up my iPhone and he asked me the question, did this iPhone come by accident or come by just something blow up? And I said, no, somebody designed it. And he said, are you more complex than iPhone? I say, yes, I'm more complex than iPhone. So the question of there is God or not should not be in our mind because if the iPhone, iPad, and all this technology come up by a designer and somebody to make it, it means there is God. And God is so real. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world 2,000 plus years ago as a gift, very expensive gift. The reason why in America, you know, in the past seven days, I work in Bellevue, and I noticed that on Northeast 8 to Bellevue Mall, whew, I tried to avoid that street toward Bellevue Mall. The traffic was jammed every day. This morning, I performed surgery. My anesthesiologist said that, oh, I just went to Costco on Saturday. It was jammed, packed during Christmas time. Why? Because 
we have the tradition of gift giving during Christmas. Gift giving is the idea that come from God gave the best gift, Jesus Christ, to humanity. Is that right? I just spent three hours in a shopping mall before I came here, <laughs> frantically looking for more gifts, the right gift, the right price for people whom I love. We did not finish. We are the last minute chopper. <laughs> we look for the gift and sometimes when you get the gift, inside the gift, there are more gifts. It's like a package deal. A few years ago, my wife got a gift, a teddy bear. I gave her a teddy bear. She opened the box, a teddy bear. And when she opened inside the teddy bear, there are earrings. So gifts inside the gift. And that's what happened to us. When we receive the gift of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, we receive many gifts inside the package deal. I'm going to read the story about the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 2 and explain to you at least three gifts in the big gift. Luke chapter 2, 10 to 14. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Do you notice significant words that come out from the angel when he wanted to proclaim the birth of the Son of God the, on the first Christmas? He said, don't be afraid. Interesting. He started with the word, don't be afraid. I believe that a lot of people are afraid of God. A lot of people are afraid of the things of God. They think that if they go to church, they will not be happy anymore. It's boring. And they're afraid that some people are going to control their life. They're afraid to read the Bible. But the angel said, don't be afraid. This is the good news. This is the best new man ever have. And God doesn't want to scare us to make us afraid. He came as a baby. He did not come as a hawk or as a, a Spider-Man. He came as a baby. How many people are afraid of baby in this room? I'm not afraid of baby. You're afraid of baby? <laughs> he came as a man because he wanted to talk to the man like you and me. And he was growing up as a human being to be able to identify with you and me and communicate with you as a man. He did not want us to be scared. He came to understand us and identify with us. He growing up like you and me, we were born as a baby. He was born as a baby and growing up to be a young man later on. And Jesus is the gift that has at least three gifts on the inside that I want to mention tonight. Let's look at the first gift in this big gift. Luke 2.10, the Bible says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, 
For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Another translation say, "I bring you the most joyful news ever announced." Many people think that Christianity is equal to boredom. Many people think that they go to church, sharp at 10 a.m., and it's done 11. A.M. Dull. It's a boring place to go. I want to tell you, New Hope International Church is not a boring place to come. We have fun. We have joy in the church. God wants us to smile and be happy. Amen. It's not a boring thing to believe in God. Can you imagine if one day one of your children came to you and said, "Daddy, mommy." I love you so much. Thank you for having food on the table for me every day. Thank you so much for sending me to school. Thank you so much for raising me up, taking care of me. Now I love you so much. I want to live for you. I want to do the best to honor you. And after your kid say that, you say, "Oh, I wait for this day." You're gonna regret for the rest of your life. You're gonna feel miserable. And I'm gonna destroy all your toys. I will put you on the corner in the dark room, and you're gonna eat spinach every night. And when you smile, I'm gonna knock your teeth off. Will you say that? When you come to God and you say, "I loved you. You loved me first. You died for me." God say, "I don't want you to have a miserable life. I want you to have joy. Be happy. I want to bless you." I want to give you grace and peace and joy every day. To be a Christian, it means to have joy. He say in the Bible that I have come to give life and give it more abundantly. He say in the Bible, if you delight in the Lord your God, I will give you the desire of your heart. The Bible say He's our shepherd, and He make us lie down in green pasture, and we shall not want. He want to bless His children. He wants us to have happy life. He wants us to be successful. He said in the Bible that if we obey our dad in the heaven, we shall be the head, not the tail. We shall be above, not beneath. We shall be blessed, and we can bless the nations. We can laugh. We can have fun. We can enjoy life. The Bible say that God give all things to us so that we can enjoy. God wants us to be happy. So the first gift that we receive in the big gift of Jesus Christ is the gift of joy and happiness. And I want to witness this to you. I myself, before I became a Christian, I was a miserable man. I never smiled. I was unhappy. Sometimes I want to show you my old pictures before I became a Christian. I looked very unhappy man, very negative and pessimistic. But I, after I received Jesus Christ into my heart, I become happier. I love. I enjoy life now every day that I can see the grace of God and the mercy of God that come upon my life. Everyone say, receive the gift of joy. That is the first gift. Look at the second gift. Look chapter two, verse 11. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a savior. Who is Christ the Lord? If the greatest need of humanity is information 
I believe God would have sent an educator or professor to the world. If our greatest need is technology, He would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, He would have sent us an economist or a banker. If our greatest need is pleasure, He would have sent to us an entertainer, a movie star. But I want to let you know, the greatest need of mankind is salvation. Salvation. What does it mean, salvation? Jesus come as a savior to save us. Salvation. Salvation means our past mistake, our past sin, are forgiven, and we don't have to pay for that sin anymore. Salvation means today your current problem. You can have victory and come out of it, and you can be a victor and more than conquerors. Salvation means you have sure future that after you leave this world, you will be in heaven for eternity. Salvation includes the past, the present, and the future. When I receive Jesus Christ. I feel so relieved because before I became a Christian, I believe in another religion that taught me that I have to pay my price. We call karma. I have to be born again, to be dog, to be cat, to pay again and again for many, many lives to pay back. That I eat, if I eat one chicken, I have to be born as a chicken another ten lives. But now I don't have to pay those price. My sin have been forgiven. And when I face problem, when I face the problem. In my life, God give me victory in the present time, and I know that He has promised for me. He say in the Bible that I can have eternal life. After I die, I can go to heaven. You know, God cannot help you if you want to help yourself. Have you ever seen the rescuer who went out to try to save somebody who were who was drowning? The rescuer. Will wait until the person who was drowning give up and don't try to swim himself. Then he can grab the body and get into the shore. But if that person try to help himself, he will wait because he may pull the rescuer down to the bottom of the sea as well. The same thing. If we try to save ourselves by trying to fight with all the past mistake. Fight with the current situation ourselves. We think we are smart enough. We good enough. Oh, we think that we're gonna earn the way to heaven by our own effort. We will be tired. Do you notice that in our society? I can say this because I'm a physician. A lot of people are tortured by depression, by stress, by frustration, by guilt, by depression and anxiety and worry. Do you know why people are depressed and worry? Because they try to do the job of God. They try to fix every problem themselves instead of getting to know God and receive His salvation, His grace to help you in the time of your need by faith. You come to God and say, "Hey, God, I give up to do it myself. I need God to help me. Please help me forgive my past. Please help me current situation." What I need to do, help me, show me to do, and help me that after I leave this world, I will go to heaven. 
That's why Jesus said, "My yoke is light. You can come to Him, and He will give you salvation, and you don't have to feel." Worry and depressed and frustrated anymore. You can depend on God every day. John chapter three verse seventeen. God did not send His Son Jesus into the world to condemn it, but to save it. So the first gift under the big gift of salvation or the gift of Jesus Christ is the gift of joy. The second one is the gift of salvation. The third gift. Luke chapter two verse fourteen, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. We should receive God's gift of peace through Jesus Christ. The first peace that we need to make is the peace with God. Christmas is the time of reconciliation. We need to reconcile to God. The Bible says sin separates us from God, and when we don't come to God and repent and believe and receive Him, our relationship with God is broken, and that's why a lot of people are not happy because they don't have peace with God. The first step in bringing peace to your own heart is to have peace with your Creator, to have relationship with Him, to. Come into fellowship with Him, and once that first step is done, then you can have peace with yourself. And that's what happened to me after I accepted Jesus Christ 32 years ago. I began to have peace inside my heart. I know now that I am a child of God. I know now that I am forgiven. God, the Creator, loves me. I forgive myself now. I can love myself. I can see myself as an important person. I can see myself that I'm valuable. I'm so valuable because God died for me. It's the most precious blood of Jesus Christ. Very expensive payment to buy me out of the kingdom of darkness. I'm so expensive. I'm, I see my own value. I remember when I first came to America and worked at Veteran Hospital. I got People laugh at my accent all the time. My accent is much improved now, but at that time, when I first moved to America in 1985, all these veterans at the veteran hospital shook their head. They couldn't understand my accent. And I, at that time, I was not threatening me at all when people laugh at me. I did not see myself as a second-class citizen. You know why? Because I am a child of God. I know my position. I am a child of God. I'm a son of God. Jesus loved me. I'm so expensive. You laugh at me. I don't care. I have peace in my own heart that I am forgiven and I am loved and important in the eyes of God. Peace come in, and the third step after you have peace with God, then you have peace with yourself. After that, you have peace with other people. Sometimes Christmas can be very intense time for some family. If you don't like your mother-in-law, or you don't like your sister, and you have to meet together to eat dinner together, it's quite intense. That you have to face some people that you don't like during Christmas time. Some of you may have pro that problem. <laughs> But thank God, after we receive the peace of God, we receive the love of God. Then we begin to 
love those who are not lovely. We begin to forgive those who hurt us. Because of the power of the love and the forgiveness of God, we can love and we can forgive those who have offended us and say wrong thing about us or have done wrong to us. So the power of the Lord Jesus Christ come in, the love, and we can have peace with men, with people around us. Peace with God, peace with ourselves, and peace with other people. The love of man is very, very short and very limited. But the love of God is unlimited. Amen? So when we receive Jesus, we can have more love to love unlovely people. And we can have peace with everybody. I come to the point of my life now that nobody can make me mad anymore. People can offend me. People can do wrong things against me. I still just forgive and love people. Because of the love of God is in me. And I know God loves me. It's enough. If God loves me, it's enough for me. I have peace with God. What a wonderful feeling. You cannot buy that with money. The peace of God is more than understanding, more than description. Amen? Everyone say reconciliation. Christmas is a message of reconciliation. It's a message of restoration of your relationship with God through Jesus Christ to yourself and with other people. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Wow, God has given us incredible gift, the Lord Jesus Christ. The gift that has many gifts on the inside. The first gift, the gift of joy. Everyone say joy. The second one, the gift of salvation. Everyone say salvation. salvation. Number three, the gift of peace. Everyone say peace. peace. How would you feel if you give me a very beautiful wrapped gift this Christmas? And I put that gift under the Christmas tree. Six months later, you came to my house. And you still saw the gift sitting there on the table unwrapped. And you asked me, how do you like the gift? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't even know what is in the inside. Six months later, I never opened the gift. How would you feel? Feel bad? <laughs> you want to take it back? <laughs> I don't even care about the gift. That's what happened to a lot of people. God already handed you the gift of Christmas, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now it's your own decision. Whether you're going to take the gift, unwrap it, and see joy, peace, and salvation or not. It's up to you now whether you want to receive the gift and open the gift and take that gift into your belonging. It belongs to you. I pray that tonight you will receive the gift, open the gift, and start to enjoy the gift of Christmas. I did that 32 years ago in Thailand. And to today, I don't regret it. I'm so glad that American missionaries told me about Jesus Christ 32 years ago. And I listened and I received the gift of Jesus Christ. Now, I have joy, peace, and I know 
my past sins are forgiven. I know today when I face situation, God can help me. I have so many stories how God helped me in my surgery, in my practice, in my daily life. God helped me to, in the current situation, and I know and I know that one day after I leave this world, I will live for eternity in heaven with the Lord. I mentioned last Sunday one neurosurgeon on the East Coast, Doctor Eben Alexander. He is a professor. He died. He's a Christian, and he went to heaven and he met the Lord. God sent him back, and he wrote a book. One of the best-selling book of New York a couple years ago. He saw God and he came back. God is real. Even that neurosurgeon went up to heaven and came back, and he's still alive today. He's he's not just fairy tale. This is a real story. And I pray tonight that you will receive that gift. You will want to go to heaven. You want to have peace and joy and salvation. Amen. How many people say today I want to receive the gift from Jesus Christ? Raise your hand up. The gift from God. How many people say I want joy? Amen. I need peace. Amen. I need salvation. Amen. Hallelujah! Why don't you pray with me? Jesus said, "I am knocking at the door, and if you open the door, I will walk in and eat dinner with you, and fellowship with you." You have to open the door of your heart. And say, Jesus, I want to invite you to come in, Amen. I believe that tonight you receive the gift. Pray with me. Close your eyes and follow my prayer. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for creating me. You love me so much. You sent the best gift, Jesus Christ, who loved me. Die for me. Pay the price of sin for me. Save me. I receive this gift. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. Give me the gift of joy, the gift of salvation, the gift of peace. I open the gift right now. Take them, and they belong to me now. By faith, from today on, let me experience the joy of the Lord, the peace of God, and the salvation of heaven every single day. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Congratulations! Congratulations! It's wonderful. Hallelujah. We hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six. Two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. And Merry Christmas.
Christ the King.